Hello beautiful beings of love and light and welcome to another podcast episode on Awaken the Wisdom Within. I am your host Emily. I am a Theta Healing Practitioner, Cosmic Channeler, Empathic Intuitive, and Spiritual Life Coach. I work with those who are ready to tap into the wisdom within to self-heal, to manifest, and to rewrite their reality by design. what I'd like to talk to you guys about today is the idea of the mirror effect and specifically how the mirror effect affects our judgment, our views on ourselves and others. So as we go through our spiritual ascension process, we will begin to see that we are connected to everything. Everything around us is in itself a part of us that our five physical senses are there to allow us to experience this physical reality. But it also allows us to experience our survival self, that fight or flight mechanism, that we use it to fight, to flight, we use it to hear if there's any sounds that may be of threat, to see threats around us, to feel threats, to smell threats. That our five physical senses is actually limiting us from knowing that we are connected to everything and everyone. But as we start to go through the spiritual ascension process and our vibration begins to elevate to that of love, gratitude, and fulfillment, that our consciousness begins to become elevated to that of awareness, of transcendence, of harmony and peace. When all this begins to happen, we start to embody the universal laws. We start to use the universal laws in our favor to help us continue to transcend. You may notice that as soon as you start your spiritual ascension journey, your spiritual awareness journey, it's almost like an addiction. You become addicted to bettering yourself, to knowing more about yourself, to tapping into the quantum field, to strengthening your psychic abilities that now that has become your new driving force, your motivator to understand yourself. And if you understand yourself, you need to understand those in your life. You need to understand why you are the way you are, where you have come from, what self-limiting beliefs you have picked up from childhood. You also need to become aware and understand that every person you meet is a part of you. We have all come from source energy. This is the first of the universal laws that we are all one, the universal law of oneness. We are all one. And because of this universal law and the embodiment of this universal law, you will see that every person that you meet is just another aspect of yourself. It's a facet of yourself that you either really, really like or you despise. And this is where we can come in contact with those who are triggering to us, that those who we just don't have good vibes with. To put this into simplest terms, think of 
the universe. Think of source energy, creator, God, whatever name resonates with you. Think of it as a sponge. And we, as energetic beings, are just a little chunk of that sponge that has been pulled off. Now, because we have just been pulled off from that sponge, we hold the same chemical makeup as that sponge. Okay? We hold the same components, the same breakdown, the same everything. We are just one part of it. Rather than A plus B creating C, we are simply A equals A. We are source energy. So every single person that we come in contact with is also part of source energy, part of the energy of creation. A practice that I teach all my students is what I've learned in Theta Healing, which is creator, the universe, source energy is within us. We can tap into that energy within us if we have the awareness and understanding that we are the universe. We are a god and a goddess here in this physical plane. But so is our neighbor that really pisses us off. So is our partner that we got into an argument with. So is our mom that we idolize. Every single person is also part of us. So this brings me to the mirror effect. That one of the concepts used in spiritual ascension and the spiritual community is that others are our teachers. The reason why other people are our teachers is because they are us, right? We are actually teaching ourselves through a different part of ourselves who we are. Hope that made sense. Let's use the example in a romantic relationship. And in this generation, a lot of people text to communicate. Not everybody, but majority. So this form of communication, say one person decides not to reply for quite a long time. And what happens is you start saying things to yourself that I deserve more respect. I see that they are online and they choose not to message me. I don't like the fact that they chose not to message me. I find it very disrespectful. So when we say that this person is not being respectful, and I really don't like that about that person, what you're actually saying is, I don't like that about myself. So it's then asking yourself the question of, where have I disrespected myself? Now here's the key part. It's not how have I been disrespectful to others. How have I disrespected myself? That it all comes back to you. Not saying that you need to make everything about you, but the triggers, what you are feeling, what you are experiencing is all about you. So if you say to somebody else, or if you think or feel that this person is being disrespectful, that they are being rude, you see maybe that they don't love themselves or that you're jealous of them. That is all the energy you have towards yourself. And this is where the idea of judgment comes in. That when we judge somebody else, because they are us in a mere aspect of us, we're actually judging ourselves. And not only that, it again validates what I mentioned before, that it is all about us. Because as soon as we have the thought that someone else is judging us, we have then imposed judgment on them that they would judge us. If we feel that somebody else has is disrespecting us, 
then we are disrespecting them thinking that they disrespected us, right? Judgment goes with assumption. These are both lower vibrations, lower vibrations that the survival aspect of you uses to keep you safe, to keep you in the space of the known, what is comfortable, what it feels like is not touching any of those triggers, those wounds that you experienced and picked up in any and all traumatic events as a kid. So when we feel like somebody else is judging us, or if we pose judgment on them, what's happening is that you are actually disrespecting and dishonoring who you are, what the universe is. You are saying that I am separate from you. And because of that, I also don't like what you are doing. I need to change what you are doing. And this is where we can get caught up and then embodying more of that control behavior. I need to change something in you. But what that is doing is it's not changing them because you care about them. It's changing them so that your survival self doesn't feel triggered by however they are acting, which you are then posing judgment on. If I feel that you are disrespecting me, I want you to change that way I don't feel disrespected. But I allowed you to disrespect me. And if I allowed you to disrespect me, because you are me, I also allowed myself to allow you to disrespect me. There's a beautiful quote that I will read to you. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. So when we are putting judgment on somebody else, when we are seeing somebody as separate from us, and when we are unaware of the mirror effect, we are actually giving all of our power away to that external from us. We are giving all of our power away to what a person said or what they did or how they behaved. Triggering more of this survival aspect of ourselves. Triggering the past beliefs that we may have of, I am unworthy of feeling safe. I am unworthy of feeling loved. I fear rejection. That this person standing in front of you that maybe didn't text you back when you wanted them to. Maybe they didn't hold the space for you like you held the space for them. Or maybe they said no to you when you asked them a question. What they are doing has nothing to do with you and yet everything to do with you. And I'll break that down. On the one side... It has everything to do with you because how you feel, that is your little indicator. If you allowed yourself to give up that beautiful power of alignment, of harmony, of unity within yourself, of balance, if you allowed yourself to give that up freely to somebody saying no to you. It is all about you because however you feel, especially if it's a lower vibration, that also gives you the awareness of what parts of your survival self was triggered. If a partner or a friend or a family member or even a stranger said no to you, did that trigger the I fear rejection belief? 
in which case now you are angry at this person now you impose judgment on this person or even assumptions of why they did that to support how you feel or to bring you back into what is known because that's how the survival self works right if your partner says no to going out with you your partner that you've been with for a couple of years that you guys both share some mutual love together if they said no to going out with you and you have the belief that i fear rejection your survival self and now more importantly that undercurrent aspect of yourself that comes through to ask all the questions to fill in the blanks to allow you to feel more comfortable with that experience Oh, they just said that because he had a long day or she is really tired. They said that, but maybe actually that means that they're going to break up with me. Maybe they actually really don't like me. Maybe that's why they didn't respond to me early enough yesterday. Maybe that's why they haven't talked to me much today. Oh no, maybe they only just didn't respond or maybe they said no or rejected me because they're angry because I did something wrong. Maybe they did it because, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. The undercurrent part of yourself creates more of this judgment. Well, they are rude for not telling me that they don't want to be with me. They disrespected me. They are just dishonoring me. They are not truthful with me. Right? That's the judgment that comes in. The assumptions come in through the undercurrent self. The judgment comes in through the ego. And the survival self is what is triggered by the fear and the belief of I fear rejection or I am rejected. And therefore, I am unlovable or unworthy or alone or whatever that deep-rooted belief may be. So yes, it is all about us. When we experience an interaction with somebody else, especially if it's triggering us, it is about us. It has nothing to do with the other person. And this idea that every single person Every experience that we have is for us brings in another universal law, the law of relativity. The life is happening for you and not to you. All assumed quotations problems that you are facing are divinely planned to help you evolve into the best version of yourself. That we actually should look forward to these interactions with other people. These triggers that are seen as something to fear, another way the survival self wants to keep you in comfortability, well, we should be looking for more of these. We should be motivated by being triggered and having an interaction with somebody because it is divinely planned to allow us to see these people as teachers to help our own ascension process. So then on the other end of the spectrum you also have to understand and embody the wisdom that that however somebody else acts whatever they say whatever they do also has nothing to do with you okay and this brings in the universal law of correspondence okay you may have heard as above so below The law of correspondence is that your external or physical world is a reflection of your inner world. If you want to change your life, you must first change your feelings, thoughts, and perceptions. When somebody else acts out in a way that is less than ideal for your experience, 
one, we know from earlier that it's happening for you to allow you to see your triggers, to heal from them, to alchemize them. But also understanding that you have the choice whether or not to accept the emotional poison that somebody else is giving out, whether it is through anger or hatred or their own jealousy or sadness or frustration, whatever it may be. They have the responsibility to take care of themselves and their emotional behavior and intelligence, and so do you. That when you are looking to alchemize your life, to self-heal, to manifest, to step into the highest self, this is one of the universal laws that will allow you to do so. That you change your thoughts, perceptions, and beliefs around how somebody else is acting detaching yourself from them and as I mentioned in my last podcast episode and if you haven't listened to it I highly suggest you go listen you create an emotional attachment to somebody else if you don't know how to create that emotion within you right now free from anything external from you so when we allow ourselves to become comfortable in the known when this person is acted out in a way that's been known kept your survival self feeling safe As soon as they step out of that box and they act out in a way that triggers you, we then see it as something's wrong with me. I've done something wrong or how could they do that to me? I am angry at them for doing that to me. Changing your beliefs to they're responsible for themselves. It has nothing to do with me and I am responsible for me. Because as soon as we switch into the assumption mentality, What happens is that we also sometimes switch into either taking care of that person or retreating, right? If we feel like we have to take care of that person, we then try to do everything possible to bring them back to a state of alignment to allow us to feel safe. That if they're back in the known of giving me love, sending me happiness, talking to me all the time, whatever it is that is in your known to let your survival self feel safe, As soon as I bring them back into the known or I give them more love or I do more, then they will give me what I need. Then they will give me my supply. Then they will allow my survival self to feel safe. But as soon as they step out again, the cycle happens again. Now you become more emotionally attached because now you realize that that feeling can be taken away at any moment. So now I have to do better. Now I have to be better. Maybe there's more wrong with me, so I have to give out more love. And now you have a codependent relationship. When you are moving and processing through your spiritual ascension journey, it's in knowing that another person, yes, they are part of you. Yes, we are all one. But they are also their own being, experiencing source energy, universe, the energy of creation, through their own belief systems, through their own past. They are beautiful being here, called to be here to learn their lessons. That I am not being called to take on their lessons, nor are they called to take on mine. And they have the responsibility to take care of their alignment. But as soon as you allow yourself to accept how they are acting, as something wrong with you or something that you need to change, now you are giving up your power. Now you're not in alignment 
Now you're not using the universal laws. Now you are back living out of your survival self. And this is how our comfort zone gets smaller and smaller. When we don't address what's happening in our external world, we feel less and less safe. Because maybe we cannot control how other people are acting. Because you can't. Right? No matter how much you try, you cannot do it. Maybe this person continues to hurt you. But you stay because you need to feel something. You need to make things feel right and you need to put things back into the known. And this is how abusive relationships happen. But when we allow ourselves to detach, to lovingly detach from somebody else, you also allow them the space to heal themselves as well. That by you taking on somebody else's emotions and trying to balance it out for them, what you're doing is you're actually enabling them to continue to not grow self-awareness, to embody self-mastery. You were enabling them to continue to look external for their own solutions. So you're just feeding each other. You're feeding each other to remain in the matrix, in the survival self. One of the things that I'll always do with my clients and those I love is I will ask them, what do you need from me? That's it. Not giving them options. What do you need from me? When they come with a trigger or a wound or an experience that brought up their past, I will ask them, what do you need from me? And this allows them to take responsibility and ask themselves, what do I need? I need to feel loved. Well, if I need to feel loved, I know Emily's going to tell me, go sit in meditation and create the feeling of love. If I need to vent, I know Emily will hold the space for me, but that's it. Right? And this is how we end up falling into, again, this trap of, I need external validation. I need somebody else to feel loved. I need someone else to validate that I was right and this person treated me poorly. And now I feel guilty, shameful, unlovable, rejected. When no, you allowed yourself to feel that way. When someone else acts out of their survival self towards you or around you, is it not allowing yourself to then feel like you have to go solve the problem because that is enabling your survival self to continue this pattern? to continue to live out of this judgmental assumption-like place. The area of judgment, the area of assumption, is also doing a dishonor to yourself because regardless of if it's all about you or not about you, you are still dishonoring yourself because there's that belief within yourself that if I show up as my most authentic self, I will be judged. Others won't like me. So then it's an asking yourself the question of, do I judge myself? What parts of myself do I judge? Do I accept my authentic self? And do I even know what my authentic self is? Because if not, then you will continue to judge others. You will continue to assume that other people act the way they do because of you. Because you did something wrong. When you embody these universal laws, the universal law of oneness, 
the universal law of relativity, the universal law of correspondence, among the other universal laws, when you embody these, there is no need for judgment. There is compassion. Judgment is replaced with compassion. Fear is replaced with freedom. And stagnation is replaced with authenticity. Now you are the highest and best version of yourself. Now you see another for who they are, a being experiencing this reality, not a being who is out to get you. You see in others the trauma and wounds that you have experienced or you know that they are experiencing. And you hold their hand lovingly as they walk this experience of life. Not needing to heal them because you know they have their lessons they are called to learn. You don't need to enable them to continue to live out of their highest self. That you are now a teacher for them. An empowering teacher. You now allow them the space for introspection. For emotional intelligence. For neuro rewiring. When you embody all of these beautiful universal laws, when you spiritually ascend, when you can release judgment and assumptions, you are the embodiment of love. You are the embodiment of fulfillment, of freedom, of authenticity. And that is a beautiful place to live. When you are your authentic self, you give love freely. You have fun every day. You are able to dance in the flow state of life and remain there because you have no space to worry about what others think of you. You have no space because you know who you are. You know what you like. You know who you want to be. And that is what will set you free. In the awareness of who you want to be, the awareness of these universal laws, that is what will set you free. And with that being said, I leave all that wisdom for you, beautiful beings of love and light. If this resonates with you, please follow this podcast. Please share this with anyone who you know will benefit from this. And if you would like to work with me to transmute all of these lower vibrations, to move from the survival self to the highest self, Click the link below to check out all the ways you can work with me. And with that being said, namaste beautiful beings of love and light.